This is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. As we turn our eyes towards the Daily Baseball slate here on the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. So let's go to the Mets game. The Mets are home favorites, minus 190 against the Brewers. Max Scherzer on the mound, who's 7-2 with a 3.95 ERA against Adrian Hauser, who's 2-2 two two with a 4.02 ERA. We've got a total of eight and a half runs here. Jenks, the million-dollar question. Do we think the Mets can right the ship? Uh, I am tempted. I am tempted, and I had to look to find this. Mets' first five run line, minus 150. Do I want to play this? I feel like Max Scherzer has found his groove after a rough spot early in the season, and there's not many pitchers that I trust to figure it out but I feel like Max Scherzer has figured it out. And at City Field this season, he's 2-0, 2.95 ERA. The Brewers stink. Adrian Hauser is not a guy that I trust. The Brewers are sixth worst in all of baseball against right-handed pitching. I think Mets' first five run line, it's minus 150. I think I'm going to play. I'm, I think I may just go big card and just lose big this week, whatever. But I think I'm going to play it. I like it. I I, I don't want to go against – I don't want to go against the Brewers because the Mets suck. But if there's one guy that you can trust, it's got to be Mad Max. I would say so, too, even more so than Justin Verlander. I was looking at a strikeout prop for Max Scherzer because I'll say that's the one knock on – well, one of many knocks on the Brewers, yeah. offensively speaking, is that they have the third highest strikeout rate in all of baseball. But it's a sky-high number for Max Scherzer at 7.5. I wish there was an alternate line where I could get a 7, yeah. but I would imagine it's pretty juice. Also, I was looking at the earned runs for Max Scherzer, but again, a number that doesn't feel playable. It's 2.5, but the under – is minus 170. So maybe the first five is the way to play. It's just I don't love trusting the Mets offense. That has been one of the problems for the New York Mets this year. Maybe they can get it going against Adrian Hauser, but I don't know. It's going to be a no play for me. I think you wait it out for the Mets and, yeah. and look for other opportunities on the board. Let's go to Boston. Red Sox, Marlins squaring off. We've got Boston minus 125 home favorites. Miami plus 105, total of nine runs. Jesus Lazardo uh, going for the fish, six and five with the 377 ERA against Brian Bello, who is four or five and four with a 327 ERA. Jenks, I would lean towards the Red Sox here, but the Marlins have been pretty feisty this year. Surprisingly enough, this is a team that's sitting in second place in the NL East, so I'm not so sure if I want to fade the fish here. Forget the fish. Forget, screw the fish. No, I'm on the Red Sox. This can be one of my bets today. I have, I can just feel it now. I'm going to have a losing week, and sometimes- Stop saying it. Go, Don't put it into got, the yeah, universe. You just got to go down in flames sometimes. Here's the thing. Brian Bayo has been absolutely- lights out he's allowed more than three runs only once in his last nine starts only once red Sox have won three straight in his last three appearances and jesus lazardo has been very meh on the road this season era of 5.45 i will grab the more consistent pitcher against the best hitting baseball when playing at fenway park the red Sox have to get out of this slump i think they do red Sox first five money line minus 135 I'm trying to decide if like the Boston hype is just because it's Boston and they like to hype things up 
or mm -hmm. if Brian Bayo is the real deal. Because I keep seeing these comparisons of some of his pitches to Pedro Martinez, Hall of Famer Pedro Martinez. And yeah. I'm thinking to myself, okay, maybe we need to pump the brakes. But like you said, Brian Bayo has found something over the last yeah. few starts. And I think people really resonate with him because he has been the Yankee killer. Back-to-back -back starts against the Yankees, seven innings and uh, two runs or fewer. So I think that's why people really like him because when you beat the Yankees as the, the Red Sox starter, it means more. But I think I'll go earned runs here. I'm going to go under two and a half earned runs for uh, Brian Bayo. Like you said, he has been cruising lately. That or a strikeout prop because the strikeout prop for Brian Bayo is only four and a half. So maybe that's the way to go for him. He's hit it in each of the last two starts. So I do like Bayo there. I'm not sure if I can trust the Red Sox as a team, though. Let's get to the White Sox, psych, White Sox excuse me. And the Angels, where we have L.A. minus 155, Chicago plus 125, total of nine runs. Lance Lynn is 4-8 and eight with a 6-4-0 ERA, facing the lefty, Patrick Sandoval, who's 4-6 and six with a 4-16 ERA. Jenks, I love a total here. I'm going to go with the over. Hopefully, Lance Lynn does not burn me because we know this man is number one on the list of pitchers who have wronged me. Every time I expect him to give up a ton of runs, he deals. When I expect him to be good, he gives up like nine runs. So I think I'm going to count on both of these offenses. The White Sox bats have awoken from their slumber at least a little mm -hmm. bit. Uh, I like the total here. And also the White Sox, once upon a time, were amazing against lefties. Now they're not the number one team in the league against lefties, but still have a ton of power righties in that lineup to where I think they can touch up Patrick Sandoval at least a little bit. Yeah, I I would normally fade Lance Lynn. It's Lance Lynn fade season. Isn't that what the kids say? He's given up at least three runs in each of his last six starts. ERA well over six. And the Angels love hitting right-handers, ninth in all of baseball. But the problem is, is that the White Sox have awoken from their slumber. So they are mm -hmm. really hitting the ball well right now. And so that's the one thing that gives me pause. I think... If any, if, if this were the White Sox from three weeks ago, I would be all over the Angels' money line here. I would lay the juice. But because Chicago has been hitting the ball so well, I think I'm probably going to stay away from this one. I think I'm going with the over. I like both of these lineups. Uh, over the last month, the Angels have really turned it on. Third best OPS in all of baseball. And like I said, they have good numbers against lefties. So I will go that direction. Uh, let's go to the next group of games. Jenks looking at, uh, we've got a couple that we actually know the pitchers. We have the Padres and the Pirates and the Astros and the Cardinals. Take your mm -hmm. pick. Which of these games do you like the most? And do you like a play? I am going Astros first five money line. I just, I'm going to fade like Adam Wainwright in a, in a big way. He has been bad with a capital B at home this season. ERA of 7.03. His fastball has lost velocity. He's throwing a bunch of meatballs out there. Got rocked in London. Astros are a top 10 team in the first five on the road. And I love the price here. Astros first five money line, just minus 115. I will play that today. Yeah, that's making the card for me. Uh, you got to fade Adam Wainwright here. It feels like he is at the end of the line. Uh, because usually we'll see this for older pitchers who – you know, it, it feels like they have lost their stuff. Usually mm -hmm. crafty veterans can get things going, but if he could, he probably would have found it by now. Coming off a disaster in London, which I kind of throw out overseas games because it is a little wonky, 
But still, it's not great when you give up 11 hits in just three innings of work against the lowly Chicago Cubs. That's not even a good hitting squad. And on the other end, uh, PJ, uh, I think it's JP France, I believe. Uh, Mr. Yep. France, we'll call him. Yes. has been pretty <laughs> solid for the Astros. So I'll take Houston in the first five as well. Because St. Louis, I feel like they're getting too much credit here, right? St. Louis has yes. been really disappointing this season. I agree. They've been... If not for the Mets, I think we'd focus much more on the Cardinals and how they've disappointed. But the Cardinals have to be thinking, thank God. Thank God for the Mets taking the attention away from us. Yeah, they've been mad, just like maddening this season, but we just keep focusing on New York. So, yeah, I agree. Yeah, the Cardinals sit in last place in the NL Central at 33-46. and 46. So, am I going to take them as short underdogs? No, I'm not. No, I am not, to your honor. For more, listen to The Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Weekday mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern on the BetQL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.